0: well hello hello and welcome back to the intuitive essentials podcast i'm cynthia your host and i am joined again today with my partner my wife my caregiver during my wellness journey jocelyn hey jay what's going on party peeps cool so we're back with another joint conversation about this cancer wellness journey i'm all done now successfully Ooh. completed it has been a year can you believe it an entire year and last time i came on i shared about tools resources that i recommended for consideration that really helped me out different phases during treatment um, so go take a peep at that. If you haven't taken a listen already today, though, we're going to talk about those similar areas of treatment, but from a caregiver perspective. So Jay can tell us all about what she might yes. recommend or considerations, um, uh, for you as the person who might be going through it, or for you as a caregiver to think about if you're helping someone along on this journey. So, Jay, I think we're, let's start with scans. I think mm. um, that one might not take us very long, but like what are some things you might tell people to think about, consider maybe ways to help folks along through all the scans, all the imaging, um, making the appointments, when they get there, getting there, mm. and then when you're waiting for results
1: and once you get the results. Well, first of all, be aware that there could be some timely uh, which I say travel <laughs> because you can go from one place to another trying to get these scans and, and these x-rays or whatever these tests are to get them done Um so make sure you know where you're going too because like sometimes like one of the ones in our area
0: that I had to go to uh, frequently was called Fairfax radiology but they have like Four, five, six different locations. So be aware of the location and don't be afraid to call and ask to make sure you show up at the right place. I've witnessed horror stories of someone thinking they had, you know, uh, a a breast MRI at one facility. They show up, but they really were supposed to be an hour away somewhere and then they miss their appointment. And so what do you do then? They try to help you out as best they can, but yes,
1: be aware of the
0: location. Yes.
1: Um, and also just, just try and stay calm, um, for the person that's undergoing these tests. Um, it can be nerve wracking for them because one, you know, there's the unknown. They don't really know what's happening. They're not quite sure of how to go about what they're about to endure um so you just want to keep them calm and just let them know that everything is going to be okay and oftentimes or not everything is okay um there's going to be a formality of things to do with you know just know that you're going to have to make time to to get those things done there's no way around it (laughs) so just prepare for that cool
0: now were there ever times where you were nervous about the results that might be coming in oh
1: man of course um you know it's the unknown for the caretaker as well or you know the person that cares um you know no one really knows how it, i don't know it's like cancer is such such a taboo word right so you know, we hear cancer and the immediate response is like, oh my God, you know, and we think of death and we think of all the things that cancer can bring. But with today's medical technology, um, cancer is very beatable nowadays. Um, so the fear, even though I had the fear, it was just resting assured that. You were in great hands with the team that you had, and knowing that I was gonna be there to help and assist you as best as I can, and just remaining positive that no matter what we were going to endure on this journey, we were gonna come out through it on the other end of the rainbow.
0: Well, you were definitely a huge support in all that and keeping calm. As well, I, you know, for the most part, I just kept it moving one foot in front of the other, try not to think too far ahead and try not to be like all doom and gloom, but it does help sometimes to have someone who's in your corner to say, Hey, it's going to be fine. We got this no matter what. So I'd say, and if you're one of those people who are like, I don't want to tell anyone. I don't want my friends to know. Mm -hmm. I don't want my family to know, and I don't want them to tell anyone either try to set that aside be open to receiving the support that so many people want to give you now you don't have to listen to all their advice and you can kindly tell them hey you know stuff that somewhere else but a lot of them want to help you out. So be open to it. It's not the worst thing ever for people to know you have this diagnosis and you will be pleasantly surprised, I assure you, about the reaction
1: you're going to get. So try not to keep folks in the dark who care about you. And to piggyback off of that, those Debbie Downers that always have something negative to say, Those are the ones you need to remove from your life for the time, at least for the time being. If you want them in your life, let them come back in your life later. But that is not what you need at the time of of your battle.
0: Absolutely, and don't have any guilt about that. No, don't even feel some kind of way. This is all about you, and you got to prioritize yourself during that time. And for caregivers, help support your loved one in doing that and uh, maybe even help them be a shield for them to put their boundaries up around all those Debbie Downer people who are not your
1: people. That's right. Block them (laughs) and you know, those days are going to come where you are just feeling the way that you're feeling, whether it's the person that's going through the treatment or the caregiver. And I say this, if you're feeling that way, Caregiver, go away, go take a drive around the corner, take a walk, go hide yourself in the garage or something and let it out because the person undergoing does not need to see it and they don't need to resonate what it is that you're feeling. And just understand that, you know, the patient itself that's going through it, allow them to have that moment to release whatever it is that they're feeling, you know, what they're thinking, let them get it out. Get it out, breathe, and then get back in the fight. Yeah. yeah, you, we, you, you both are gonna feel your feels. All the people mm-hmm. involved are
0: gonna feel your feels, and it's so important to process that so it doesn't get stuck. That's an episode that you can go listen to too. But feel your feels, mm-hmm. but you don't necessarily have to do it right there to escalate feelings between each other. So I love that how you say, you know, yes. if you need to go sit in your car you go in the bathroom you know you go go to for a walk in the woods but make sure you feel your feels and process those emotions get it out
1: and then get yourself back in check and get right back in it cool all right so now let's talk a little bit about chemotherapy
0: so if y'all are having chemotherapy or any other kinds of therapies of that type we'll talk about radiation separate but chemotherapy any advice there because i know you know, for me, there was like, there was nausea every now and again. Mm-hmm. There was a uh, food issue. Yeah, <laughs> there was. <like, laughs> yes. Yeah, so t- give us some pro tips.
1: Oh, man. Um, I don't know is how, how would you. Uh, the struggle is real people. I, I, I will start with that. It is real and you're gonna go through a topsy turly roller coaster ride throughout that whole process, um, whether it's the patient itself or the caregiver. And oftentimes they're not, you know, you're kind of entwined together on that ride. Um, just know that, you know, the stuff that they're pumping their bodies in or bodies with to fight cancer is is no joke. I don't even know any other way of really describing it, but everyone is different. So everyone's gonna respond differently to chemo. So do take that note, but also know that, I I don't even know the word I'm trying to think right now. Just know that, (laughs) what responses, you know, everyone's response to chemo is gonna be differently. Um, you know, there are times that, you know, Cynthia is hungry, but she didn't have a taste for anything. In fact, I don't think she was able to taste her food at all. And you can fix a meal, whatever. And then all of a sudden that hunger that they were feeling is no longer there and they're not hungry at all. But it's important that you make them eat something they have to eat. They must maintain their weight. You have to make sure that they maintain their health um man
0: so it could be like you know prepare something if you think it might work but don't feel some kind of way if if they end up not wanting to eat it yes don't force it on them, and then get something else that you know that they used to love that maybe be okay that may be a little bit more bland because that's that middle road might work for everyone because everyone's going to, some people are going to have like a sickly sweet taste in their mouth. That's what mm-hmm. I got. Some people are going to have a metallic taste. It's going to be across the board, but if you get comfort foods that are kind of bland, like mac and cheese, I did a whole kind of couple of weeks of mac and, cheese. mac and cheese and ice cream. Oh, ice cream. Yes. And don't, don't judge. I know. I know we're trying to get healthy, but, um, during this period of time, you mm-hmm. just got to get some calories in. And if ice cream is what it takes, and that's the only thing that you're going to take put in your system, eat the ice cream. Um, and sure, that was a really good one, yes. too. Be yes. sure it can be cool. But yeah, just as a caregiver, try not to feel some kind of way if the person doesn't want to eat. Or one day they want this, the next day they want that or they just don't even know what they want. Just try to find some available options to help them along. Popsicles were another thing that some Brav. people really enjoyed too. Oh, broth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get some like umami tasting broth mm-hmm. that can work too. Um, regarding taking folks to the treatments though, cause you gotta have someone take you. Huh? So you, you all got to sort this out. Um, and sometimes, you know, your caregiver still has to work. Um, sometimes you as a, a person going through the journey might opt to still work, but make sure you are carving out that time so that you are not rushed, you are not stressed, because you don't need that layered on top of going in and having this stuff put into your body. And if one day y'all, you know, are, you know, both stressed out and you come to heads. just know it's not you it's the situation exactly. go to your opposite corners have a silent moment so you can come back together because the worst thing you can possibly do is escalate things right before someone is going in to have a chemo treatment and having them sit there for hours of their day feeling some kind of way
1: especially since they're already stressed um and going through that whole process um,
0: So set set aside ego, set aside feelings. I mean, it's not to say that you don't want to have a discussion later about something that may have happened or gone on, and you might not have to change some things about your processes and the way you do things at home, especially during this time, but that's not the time. That is not the time before they're walking in there or even after, because oftentimes you feel like crap when you're done, and all you
1: want to do is go take a nap. Yes, yes. Um, Unfortunately, you know, our journey transpired during COVID, so... I wasn't allowed to go into the fusion center with Cynthia. So it was a drop off and they're going to be in there a few hours. So I would go home, you know, work. And about the time she was coming up to the end, you know, she'll let me know she, you know, winding down or what have you. And then I'll be on my way to pick her up. But, you know, if you're allowed to stay and your partner wants to stay, see if you can make that happen. The whole point of this is keeping them comfortable keeping them especially their mind at ease and sometimes comfort is what they want but if they want their alone time or they want a nap allow that to happen to give them their peace of mind yeah i appreciated that so much because
0: i thought sometimes i might want you know to watch tv or you know chit chat or whatever afterwards and most of the time. I was just like, I'm sorry, Jay, but I just want to go take a nap. And so we would hobble my behind up the stairs Mm -hmm. and I would go lay down for hours. And I was just so appreciative. I didn't have to worry about anything. I can't imagine the heavy load you had to take on because with that dog and Uh, if you all have kids. Which
1: is like an (laughs) infant child.
0: Oh my goodness. So I, I understand the burden that the caregivers are taking on, but it will be well worth it if you can help keep the vibration of the person who's going through it all up. Yes. That's the way we're going to keep the cancer away. Yes. Okay. Um, anything else you have about chemo food, um, medications so- oh, oh, you talked about the nighttime. Oh. So something to consider. Jocelyn wasn't for it, but cause she wanted to make sure I was okay. And she could keep an eye on me at night, but, um, you may want to sleep separately if it's a comfortable situation for you all, mm-hmm. because there may be times that the person's getting up in the middle of the night. They might be nauseous. They might have diarrhea. They might have night sweats, They might just be uncomfortable completely and have insomnia, but if you are having to work or you have other obligations, you all you as a caregiver getting your rest is going to be super important as well. So if it's comfortable for you both and you decide that that's what you want to do, sleep in two separate rooms. If you sleep in the same bed, you have to use other precautions. And your doctor should be talking you through all of this, yes. but make sure you're washing your seats constantly. Mm-hmm. This is poison and it, gets, it soaks through all the things and it comes out of your pores and your sweat and everything else. Even my dog could smell it and she didn't like to be around me, uh, especially directly after infusion. She was like, Ooh, you don't smell right, mommy. So if you're going to stay in the same room, make sure you're cleaning, 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 taking all the precautions so that your caregiver and your children, your fur babies don't get impacted by this poison. Um, they will talk you through all of that, but it is super important to think about that as a caregiver. Again, if you're, the person you're taking care of it doesn't mind sleeping in another room and, it, and you do, maybe let that go for a hot minute and think about the separate room situation. You're going to get much better rest and they will too, especially during those times that they might be having
1: side effects. Uh, and also, you know, when they're napping, then if you're able to, might be a good time that you nap along with them because when they're up and about and you're having to care for them, It's it's nonstop, it's nonstop. So I say that you take your naps, you take your downtime, you take a minute to breathe, you know, relax as often as you can, whenever you can. So when they're going, if they're down, maybe you if you're able to, make sure you take that downtime for you too.
0: Yeah, that's super important to remember. Um, The other thing I wanted to add in there is ah, um, get support if you can. There are so many resources out there. So you might have friends who are offering to send you meals. You're like, no, I don't want to be a burden. Take the damn meals. Yes. Take them. Yes. Let them send you a week of meals from wherever it is. and know that the purpose of it is for the, the person going through it, the person with the this diagnosis. So don't feel some kind of way. If they send meals that are like high in calories, high in fat, it's mm-hmm. for the person to keep their system up That's and for not that. for you. So it might be that you're eating two separate meals for a while. I know it's a burden. It is. Mm-hmm. But keep the focus on the person who's going through the wellness journey and do whatever you can to be that caregiver. You're going to get this back so much on the back end and we know it's a huge burden, but just try not to make it about you. Yes.
1: Yes. Uh, piggyback off of that. A lot of places will deliver food. So even though, you know, we have friends and relatives that would send meals for Cynthia, they were very high in calories and fat, which wouldn't have been good for me, but were great for her. Um, but, you know, I fixed that meal for her and then I will have delivery of Panera or try yeah. and stay on some healthy alternative for myself, um, soups, uh, whatever, just try and stay healthy. I know you're tired. You're going to be, I'm telling you, you're going to be beyond your wits throughout this whole journey, but just know that it's, it's something that, you know, The person going through the wellness journey is going to need, and you're going to need. So you will do whatever you need to do to make sure that both of you survive this (laughs) and, you know, for them, as well as yourself, there are going to be days, you are just going to feel like you're dying yourself, but it's doable. It It is doable and you will get through it. Yes,
0: you will. And I'm going to flip this around. The person receiving care, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: be kind. Please. Be kind. Know that you're not the only one going through some things. Mm -hmm. Um, Your caregiver is going through a whole heck of a lot too. They're taking care of you, but they're also, you know, they're concerned and worried for your well-being and your health. So be kind. Don't be that dish. Just, you know, be be as kind kind as you can now there are going to be times where you just are feeling like crap and you don't want to be bothered but you can say that in a nice way it's like i don't feel well i'm just going to go be by myself for a while
1: and i also understand that the per the person that's going and dealing with the cancer they're going to have major mood swings um and don't take it personal because it's not you it's just what it is that they're going through um how it's making them feel maybe it's even you know the mentality of you know what it could do um at any rate let them have that outburst and don't take it personal it's not you let them get it off their mind let them get it off their chest let them say what they have to say um oftentimes they don't really mean a whole lot of what they're saying they're just venting so i guess all that to say is allow them to vent yeah luckily i didn't have too much venting not too much you know yeah you were you, be, you. you were moody couple you of you yeah, I, oh, I know i know i know but i let you have it yeah i roll my you eyes didn't. in the back of my head <laughs> and <punch laughs> <laughs> Laughing now, but at the Ooh. moment it's like, Ooh, I could just slap that cancer out of her.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. What else can I tell you? Um, I think that's it on chemo. Anything else on chemo? Did you can think of? I don't no. Want to see that stuff I know that was Ooh. the longest bit, and if you, if I had to say, probably the worst bit. Yeah. yeah the worst. And it just because ebbed and flowed because the 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 medication changed. So just know, just. Be in communication with each other. Be kind to each other, and know it will end.
1: It will end. No two weeks are the same. No two weeks Ah. are the same. Just roll with it. Roll with it. Roll with it. Roll with it. Okay, let's talk
0: about. Let's talk about. Oh, surgery. (laughs) Woohoo. Okay. So I didn't ask a whole lot of questions about surgery. And after the fact, I was like, oh, I should have asked that. And oh, I should have asked that. But that was in the tools bit. And we'll talk more about it if you guys have questions, but anything from a caregiver perspective on surgery. Now, my surgery was more minor than other people's surgeries. I had a partial mastectomy, um, which impacted my mobility on my um, upper right side. Um, I have a divot in my breast on that side but there are people who have doubles and so we can't speak to that experience but anything generally about surgery before during after
1: um before of course is always going to be the nerves and the what-ifs um
0: so would you suggest being there for the person that they care? be
1: there um and just assure them and reassure them that you're going to see them when they wake up. They need to know that they're going to come through this just fine. Um, and when you're positive, guess what? They're positive. Um, and it was important that our team was the same way. Uh, you made sure everyone, and it was one person on her team I didn't particularly care for, and I'm not going to name no names. Um, she wanted tend to be the Debbie Downer at yeah, times. But, but everybody else is on everybody board. Everybody else is on board.
0: And, and I would tell them that too. Yes. I'd make it a joke, but I was serious. I'd yes. be like, this is team high vibe. That's Anybody it. who's not on board needs to get out. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: And don't be afraid to say that. Don't be afraid to say that. Um, let me see. Surgery, I think pre...
0: It was more nerves for me
1: because yes, I'd never been put assuring. under anesthesia before. Yeah, just assuring... Um, and just let them know that, guess what, when they wake up, you're going to be right there. Yeah. So, and if you can,
0: you need to do that. Block everything, get whatever care you need, but be there, be there, be there. It is so super important to be there. Just having your, your energy around. So if that means you need to bring somebody in, do it. My mom came, um, for mm-hmm. us. Uh, so that helped out, you know, cause then she could do a little something, something with the dog you know, just um, take a little bit of the pressure off and kind of, you know, caring for me or whatever, keeping an eye on, because, you know, you want to make sure that especially coming out of anesthesia, all is well. So yeah, if you can bring somebody in to help out, I'd highly recommend it.
1: Yes. Um, Pain tolerance. Uh, Oh, you want to make sure you get with your doctors and find out how it is that you get limit that. There's going to be some discomfort and, yeah. and maybe some slight pain, but if your medical team is all over it, they're going to make sure that that is to a minimum.
0: Yeah. Um For me, they gave me lots of really feel-good drugs um, during the anesthesia, which very helpful, especially before to kind of lower my anxiety. Afterwards, they did give me these pills for pain. Mm-hmm. I didn't like them. <laughs> so um yeah, just have that conversation if you haven't taken a whole lot of pain medication they wean you off relatively quickly though so if it's something that you know you're going to want and you need to figure out other alternatives once they wean you off have all those conversations up front don't be blindsided on the back end and not be able to get what you need to be comfortable i was able to transition relatively quickly though to not using any of that pain medication to um using like high doses of ibuprofen and dope. tylenol I think is what they gave me yes. in the beginning is high doses of tylenol and you could switch over
1: um, and for the patient don't be stubborn take your medication <laughs> take it when you're supposed to take it and just don't be a boob in, in not trying to take it because trust me you're going to need it doctors you, you have to listen to your team they put things in place for a reason take it take it take it if you don't want to take it find out what that alternative is for you yeah but then you take that (laughs) exactly exactly and kind
0: of tangent to that note but I we didn't talk about it because we haven't really talked about the time that I um um, had a little tussle with the stairs oh but don't hide things from your caregiver if you're not if your feet are numb if you feel in some kind of way Say what's going on. It's like it doesn't have to be the end of the world. We're just gonna kind of say, um, I'm kind of feeling blah blah blah. Let's keep an eye on it. But at least somebody else knows, and it's not leaving it just up to you to say, oh, it's no big deal, because you feel like you're already a burden. But tell somebody. And so with the tussle with the stairs, I'll just say quickly, um, yeah, uh, uh woke up, feet numb, neuropathy, whatever moved too quick, didn't let them wake up, kind of slid down halfway Mm -hmm. down the stairs, woke everybody else in the house up. Um, Poor Jay, I'm sure like almost lost her
1: stuff because she was like, what had happened? And yeah. It didn't sound like no slide to me. I'm not, I will not (laughs) go ahead and put my two cents as to how it really sounded, but I knew something wasn't right. And then all of a sudden I see you at the foot of the stairs. It was.
0: Yeah, so anyway have conversations, say what's going on and you know, then someone else can kind of help keep
1: an eye on you too. And just be observant of them. Um, they walk in, like Cynthia had a drop foot, which I'm sure was caused from the neuropathy, but I don't even think she knew it at the time. She's just walking, but keep an eye, if something doesn't look right, you know, ask them about it. Ask them how they're feeling, what they're feeling. Um, and if it's something that's un- not normal, Um, then be a great time to make a phone call. Yeah.
0: Now we're going to take a quick pause because we're going a little bit longer than the norm, and then we're going to come right back. Hey, hey, and we're back. So the system I'm using only records up to 30 minutes, and we've been a little long. We had a lot to say, but we want to make sure we get you some great information on helping you through and all of these wonderful caregiver pro tips from Jay. So we're going to talk a little bit more about radiation. Then we're going to talk about port removal. And then we're just going to talk about generally celebrating life um, for us to wrap it up today. So just a friendly reminder, this is raw. It's unedited. We're coming at you. And if you ever have any questions, feel free to reach out. So, Jay, let's talk about radiation. mm, Anything about that that we need to know uh, from a caregiver perspective?
1: I I have to admit it was a lot easier than chemo <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for caregivers. Oh, well, I right.
0: think the good news is, is that, um, at that point, you've gone through the worst, mm-hmm. you've gone through chemo, you've gone through surgery, maybe not in that order, but those are the worst bits. Yes. And so when you get to the time, you're in radiation, you're sliding down the hill very easily. Um, and, there can be side effects but they're usually nowhere near the major side effect they were telling me about was fatigue I didn't have that
1: no you didn't
0: I didn't until the very end and so I call radiation um uh the <laughs> gift that keeps on giving because it, it has implications afterwards but during just know whatever your time frame is I was five weeks every single week day mm-hmm. for five weeks the appointment itself is only about 15 minutes but you have to get undressed dressed back up and then you have to drive there luckily i was able to drive so that it didn't disrupt jay so much anymore but is there anything from a caregiver perspective that you could share yes yeah,
1: so one before i even thought about letting her behind a car or the wheel of a car and mind you she had not been driving for I want to say about a year or close to a year at this no point. not I guess it was six months plus a couple maybe like six seven months oh, seven months okay so and I knew she was having the numbness in her feet so people be mindful of that yeah they can't feel their feet they do not need to be behind the wheel and there are resources out there yes, for driving Uber, you can't do it lift I
0: mean, there are volunteers in a lot of different areas who will come pick you up
1: and drop you off and bring you back home for free. Yes, absolutely. Um, so just be mindful of that. Um, as far as the radiation in and of itself, um, I know, so all of Cynthia's chemo, I was there for radiation especially, you know, first time of anything, I went along because I wanted to, one, educate myself as to what she's going to be going through, um, whether it's the repercussions of it all or what have you. Um, Two, and I just wanted to make sure that wherever she was at, I wanted to see how she was going to be treated. Not that she was going to be treated badly, but I wanted to see what she would be undergoing um, through her treatments. And as far as the radiation... Um, wow it's a lot of magnetized stuff up in there <laughs> so um they allowed me in the room but I wasn't allowed close to her um they had her dressed in these little fancy what I call Kevlar vests <laughs> 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 they're not um I guess it's to help block the radiation from certain areas of our body
0: oh that yeah. was when they were doing the original
1: imaging
0: yes. for it because they they do this whole kind of simulation it's kind of it's intriguing actually but yeah
1: yes but um every place is cold it is just freezing so if you're going in winter time make sure you prepare for that you know layer up or even in the you know the yeah, summer period of cold. time because it is cold everywhere so I
0: always had a sweater people probably thought I was crazy walking up in there my I since I keep my head bald a hat too but yeah, yeah. Oh, but thing is, well, I had no side effects during. Some people have things that happen with their skin. Mm-hmm. But all along to help prevent it, which is one of the reasons I think I didn't, was I used my creams. Now, the tools one, you go back, listen to the creams that I use. But Jocelyn was a deer and
1: she would put the cream on my back because I couldn't reach. back, the neck, the back of her neck, back, yes. Um, I will say, radiation isn't what it used to be um I guess there was a time where radiation would just black blacken out your body so bad it looked like you were just charred over a grill um look like you know body parts were gonna fall off it's it's come a long way um yeah they're very targeted they do different um levels of it just depending on
0: your specific situation So as long as you follow the protocols and use their recommended creams and you put slather that all over you multiple times a day, you are going to be golden. As I mentioned, in my situation, everyone's different. My situation, I had no side effects that I was aware of until my very last day. And then my skin kind of started changing up. I guess it's like, oh, okay. Um, but I just kept using the creams and I was good. Don't use anything you're not supposed to use. Um, do not do that. Follow the protocol and you will find your way out through
1: fine. Yes, don't add butter to it. We're not fine. <laughs> don't, don't do that.
0: So, okay. So radiation was relatively simple. It was just the main thing. me was like, I'm, I'm tired of this now. You know, mm. 25 days, almost consecutive. I was like, okay, we're done now. Um, the dog was done too. <laughs> but she learned how to be by herself for a little while. So I guess it was important for her. Now, then there was the port.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Could yeah. Not so for a out. hot
0: minute, since I had just gone through so much, I needed a minute by myself. Not everybody does, but I did. So Jocelyn was very sweet and kind. And she allowed me to go on a little solo occasion to do my thing and just brief and I guess it probably gave her a break from me, too, because, you know, she had been, you know, looking after me 24-7 for so long. A year this journey went on. So I took a little solo vacation. So if that's something that you're feeling, have a conversation with your caregiver and say, hey, I need to do this. Or you all go away together. We did that during chemo yes. to kind of help us. Got a dog sitter. We went away for a couple of nights and just actually slept, but in a really shishi hotel. So... Oh but then it came time to take out the port now I was like I don't want any more immunotherapy my body don't feel right I'm done with this and luckily you know we had gotten to the point where we were open
1: conversation so Jay is like would you tell me I was like oh yeah she was like I'm not doing this last one and I'm going to tell them I'm like okay We'll, we'll do whatever the doctor says okay because that is important we're going to do what the doctor says so okay so i'm like fine but i just so i listed
0: everything that was going on to tell my oncologist <laughs> and i was like all for the goal of i'm really not feeling this last treatment do we need to do this so um they, i got tempered So thank you, Jay, for that. That was very important because left up to me, I wasn't going nowhere else and I was going to be done. Um, but yeah, then they wouldn't have been very amenable about taking out the port. So we got to the point though, where they're like, okay, she knows her body. She has not complained all this time. She's done everything we asked her to do. We're not doing the last immunotherapy treatment. And we were able to schedule the port removal because it actually started to bother me don't sleep. If things are mm-hmm. bothering you, say something. You have to. Um, ports can get infected. Yes. So, yeah, if it's starting to trouble you, mine was starting to kind of itch inside. It just didn't feel right. It wasn't setting right. So we, it was time to take it out. It, it was like, uh, right. it was yeah. It was was protruding. Yeah. I don't know and what it. was happening. But yeah. yeah, so we got that taken out. So that was the last surgery of all the things. Uh, anything about that?
1: No. Good Well, yes.
0: And I actually, since that was outpatient, um, drop off, mm-hmm. went, we did the thing, picked me up. They didn't sedate me as much as I really would have liked. That's a conversation for another day. <laughs> but yeah, so that was easy peasy, got it out. It's been a week now, and as of the time of this recording, and it's healing up quite nicely, although the vein that the catheter of the Mediport was in that- it's, I can tell it's healing. We're getting some zingers from it. It's very tender, and I can feel it, but, you know, take a little ibuprofen, some Tylenol, call it a day. All right. So after this year long journey uh, as a caregiver, whew,
1: what you got to say? Thank God it's over. <laughs> <laughs> yes. God, it's over. Um, all kidding aside, uh, not that I would ever want to repeat this journey ever again, but you know just know that if anything happens just know that you know you want your person your partner your loved one whoever is undergoing let them know that you are their ride or die you know you're their homie lover friend you know whatever just let them know that you are there for them um as Cynthia told you you know she's heading to another retreat we're, we're going to oh, send yes. her on another retreat but caretakers also understand sometimes you need a retreat for yourself too mm-hmm. and don't feel guilty in taking one no I'm so, trying to get you on one. yours had to I've be had canceled. one I had one that was supposed to, in fact I was supposed to be on one right now yeah. but it was canceled um but I I'm gonna take some time for me um kind of just woo-sigh and breathe and you know regain my energy levels back um and all that to say you know we're gonna take time away apart let each other you know Get back to who they are individually. And then we're going to come back and we're going to celebrate life. Woohoo!
0: I'm so excited about that. Yeah, I think a beach vacation is in our future. Oh, yes. Yeah, I think that's going to be the next thing. We need to get a little beach getaway without the baby, for a baby we have. So,
1: oh my gosh. She might need one with us too,
0: though. Well, we're going to do that too. She's an outdoor. Outdoor dog for real. So we're going to take her into the woods somewhere or something. Maybe she'd like the beach, though. I don't know. She might. Want to see. Well, we appreciate you all for listening to this. We hope it's been helpful. We've been hearing this has been helpful. And, again, we just really wanted to give caregivers a voice because they don't have one, and there's not a ton of support out there right now. So Uh, caregivers. Caregivers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We'll take that back. Um, Cynthia's team had given me a packet of resources Ooh, just for us. Caregivers, yeah. Who we can reach out to when we're feeling doomed and gloomed and all the things. Um, understand that there are resources out there for you as well. Yeah, you just might have to dig a little bit more from them if they're not provided up to you up front. Yes, but they, they, they are there. They do exist. And I say if you need them, take advantage of them. Yeah. Wholeheartedly.
0: Don't 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 sleep on them, you know, and don't say, oh, no, I got this. Take the support. Yes. Receive. Yes. That's what it's there
1: for. It may be a long journey. You know, if you have a parent that could come in and relieve you for a little bit, let them relieve you for a little bit. Take that moment for yourself. Um, however, how however long that moment may be, if you, you have, have a neighbor, a day or
0: two, you you, you want to run get your coffee or something, mm-hmm. you know, some ice cream, whatever it is. Have a neighbor to keep
1: an eye on the, your person because they're probably napping anyway. So <laughs> yeah, my boss has sent us Panera. He oh, like, he's so he, sweet. I know what that was What do you What do you want? Tell me, and we'll send it. And him, him, and his wife sent us food, so. You know, there are going to be people there to help and assist you. Allow them to. Yes. You're going to need it.
0: Oh, well, I'm so looking forward to having a getaway. Both our separate and our togethers. Yes. And I appreciate
1: you so much for everything you did. You're so welcome. I'm always there for you. Yeah. Just as I know you will always be here for me.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. This is a two-way street. So we appreciate you all tuning in. Rate, review, if you haven't already, I'm still giving away on a monthly basis uh, a free session. And you don't have to just do energy release and body balancing. If you want something else, let me know. We can get something else going for you. But that's the way that we get the word out. That's the way we get this information in the hands of other people. That's the way that others can see that there's this resource that's available to them. So... Take care. Keep Enjoy. Your high. Yes. Keep the negativity away. Let's keep vibing high together. Real strong. Mm-hmm. And we'll be back very, very soon. Bye now. Bye.